Praise the Lord, converge, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, it's a celebration. Come on, stand to your feet. Thank God for what all the amazing things that he is doing here at Converge Church. Hallelujah. Come on and lift up the name of Jesus. Come on and speak well of the master. Come on and open up your mouth. Come on and open up your mouth. Give reverence to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. 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 Are you guys excited? Are you guys happy for what's going on here at Converge Church? Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. We rejoice in this presence. We rejoice in the things that he's doing. Hallelujah. Bless the name of our God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let's go back. Hallelujah. Come on. Put your hands together like this.
if you stand amazed at the wonderful things that God is doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The multiple ways that he makes, how he just swoops right in and changes your situation, how he turns things around, how he makes things that are supposed to be crooked straight. How God is so amazing and we just stand amazed at his marvelous acts. We give you glory. Come on and lift your hands. Come on and worship the King. Hallelujah. I stand amazed in your presence. For there is nothing you cannot do. Yes, come on, y'all sing it with me. I stand amazed in your presence. For there is joy, peace, and hope. Yes, there's no one like you. Eyes 
Promise keep. 
deep The light and the darkness My God That is who you are Come on, you know it Sing it We call
Wonderful. My Lord. Say, excellent is thy name. Excellent is thy might. Say, Lord. Wonderful. My Lord. Say, Lord, you are so woman. Lord, you are so wonderful. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are excellent in thy might. Excellent in thy might. Say, Lord, you, you are wonderful. Hey, in this part now, that goes like.
Amen. I see miracle. I see liberty. Amen. I'm waiting, hopefully, for them to bring the pulpit. Thank you. Amen. While they're trying to do that, we're about to go into our time of ordination. But our spiritual father, Bishop Johnson, asked me to share um, a few minutes with you as we transition from this awesome time of praise and worship <laughs> into a time of ordination. I certainly want to bless the Lord for this opportunity for our spiritual father and spiritual mother in the house. Bishop Johnson and Lady Chris Johnson, can we give the Lord a hand of praise for them? Amen, amen, amen. And for our father and mother in this house, of this house, Pastor Ray and Pastor Wendy Harmon. Amen, 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 amen. Wow, such a blessing. We honor you. Amen. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. God bless you. Amen. And for Bishop Coffey, our diocesan bishop from Harvest Intercontinental Ministries Unlimited for the six diocese, men of God, I honor you. And I honor all the other ministers in the house tonight. Saints of God, I honor you. It is such a privilege to be here. Amen. Let me quickly, as we go into this time of ordination, I, I came in this morning and as I walk in, Pastor Ray was talking about or quoting Ecclesiastic chapter 3, verse 1. And he mentioned the fact that to everything, there is a season, a time for everything under the heavens. There is a time for everything. And as I walk in, it dawned on me, and as I listen also to Bishop Johnson minister unto us this morning, it dawned on me that yes, indeed, Converge Church has stepped into a new season. <laughs> and so I just want to briefly share on stepping into your new season. Stepping into your new season. Say, I am stepping into my new season. You see, we serve a God of seasons. He is the creator God. <laughs> if you look at creation, you realize that uh, there are four seasons. And if you look at the four seasons, they're based on the rotation of the earth around the sun. The seasons that we have, the, the change as the earth moves around the sun 
but the sun remains constant. Everything else revolves around the sun. And when you look in many ways, you'll see the signature of the same artist who, who created this universe. You see his signature in our lives. You see, like the earth, our lives revolves around the sun, S-O-N. Okay? And, 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 and our lives, things in our lives will change, but the sun, S-O-N, remains the same. What is interesting, I've come to realize over the years, is that we measure seasons by clock, or by calendar, by time. But God measures season by truth and by revelation. Let me say that again. In the eyes of God, seasons or a season is measured by truth and revelation. So whenever you receive a fresh word from God, a rhema word from God, you have just stepped into a new season. And so based on the revelation that God and the truth that we heard this morning and that we see happening here at Converse Church, I know beyond a shot of a doubt that Converse Church has entered into a new season. What is interesting is that there is a purpose for every season. There is a reason why we go through seasons in life. And, 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 and when you look at some of the reasons, sometimes you probably don't understand or will not appreciate what you've gone through. But need be, it is needful that you go through certain seasons in your life in order to experience the miracles of God. So then it's important to understand even as we have received God's truth and revelation that He is a faithful God. Even when we are not faithful, our presiding prelate reminded us this morning that our God is what? Faithful. Even when we are not faithful, He remains faithful. And so He ushers us into different seasons. So let me quickly share with you. The fact that this church has entered into a new season, there are some things you need to be aware of. The first one is that stepping into a new season brings about new changes. Let me say that again. Stepping into a new season requires new changes. You see, changes are inevitable. Changes will take place. It is going to happen. In each season, you have to adapt. When it is summer, you don't wear winter coat. And when it is winter, you don't, hopefully you don't go outside with your t-shirt or muscle shirt. You wear your coat. You have to adapt to the season. You see, in some seasons, Things are meant to die. Okay? And, and in some seasons, things are meant to grow. 
You see, during some seasons, you have shorter days. And during some seasons, you have longer days. During some seasons, you have shorter nights. And during some seasons, you have longer nights. You see, there are times it seems like in your life, your mountaintop experience is lasting forever. You are worshiping God and, and, and you're experiencing His goodness. But there are times in your life when it seems like your valley experience is never going to come to an end. But I want you to know it is only a season. Converse Church, you've gone through a season. In the midst of your valley, God gives a revelation and He reveals His truth to you that this too shall come to an end. My African-American brothers and sisters will say, even the angels will wonder how I got. <laughs> somebody, somebody needs to hear me. That when you enter that season and you realize that it's a time for change. You see, in Matthew chapter 4, verse 18, the Bible says, Jesus, the Son of God. <laughs> and I'm, I'm only building on what Pastor Ray said and what Bishop Johnson said today. Peter, the Bible says, in Matthew chapter 4, he was in the boat and Jesus came walking on the sea of Galilee. <laughs> and when Jesus, prior to even that, when he called Peter unto himself, he said, follow me and I will make you a fisher of men. He said, I will make you. I will transform you. I will help you to realize that a change is going to take place in your life and people will see and they will wonder how it happened. He was basically saying, I have deposited some things in you and I believe he's saying this to this church, that I've deposited some things in you, but you need to allow me to make you. That thing was brought forth and others will see and wonder. So, when there is a new season, there are changes. Converse Church, you've acquired this building. The Lord has done great things, but you must be ready for some changes. You cannot continue to do things the same way. You cannot continue to give the same way. You cannot continue to serve the same way. You cannot continue to act the same way. You cannot continue to do that the same way. It cannot. It cannot be the same. But you see, when there are changes, now, you know when you get married, you can still behave the same way you're behaving. Put your socks everywhere. Don't cook for the guy. Changes changes but the second thing is when when there's a new season a new season stepping into your new season brings about new challenges stepping into your season brings about what new challenges when Jesus called Peter like he has called them over the years Peter realized that there were new challenges he had to overcome. He had entered the season where God was about to do extraordinary things in his life, but Peter had to learn to step out of his boat 
during this battle storm or this raging storm, he had to step out of this battle boat and walk on waters. His faith was tested. His, his feelings were tested when he was challenged by Jesus. The one who just said to Jesus, you are the Christ, the son of the most high God. The same one, later on, Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus rebuked him. His tradition and his prejudices were challenged when Jesus had to take him through Samaria. His humility was challenged when Jesus brought him and said, if I do not wash your feet, you will have no part. Converse church. You need to realize that you will have challenges. I want you to know, just like Pastor said this morning, just like Bishop Adjustato, there are times in our new season that we are faced with challenges and we want to give up. Peter was faced with that and he wanted to give up. A time came when he stopped being a follower and he followed from a distance. Listen, I just want you to hear this. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there will be challenges. But I'll be remiss if I don't end with the, the third C, and I will stop and I'll be a liar. If you're here this morning, you understand what I mean. Okay? So, so, so there are new changes, or there ought to be changes, and there ought to be, there will be challenges. But I want you to hear me and hear me well. Like Bishop Johnson said this morning, that there are things that God does and there are some things he expects us to do. He expects us to change and adapt to the reality we face as we get this, as we've acquired this building. He expects us to understand the challenges that we face and adapt to these realities. But the third C, has to do with the fact that it has to be his doing because we can only adapt to the changes we can only try to adapt to the challenges but when you step into your new season your new season produces new champions you didn't hear me you didn't hear me you didn't hear me you didn't hear me I, I said you're going to have to go through some changes you will have to go through some challenges but I want you to know with Jesus on your side he is in the process of producing new and great champions in this city people that will go and take up this city for Jesus those that will go and proclaim the gospel of our Lord Jesus those that will go and declare the captives free those that will go and break the back if he has a backbone of the devil, those that will go and cause heaven to open and intercede on behalf of the saints, there will be champions and God is raising champions in the city and you are one of those that he's raising in the name of Jesus. Listen to me. Peter went through challenges had to go through some changes in his life, but he was transformed by the power of God. He became a champion of preaching 
powerhouse, a man of power, a man of prosperity, a man of influence. Listen to me, I prophesy over your life as you take over this building in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over your life that God is raising you. God has raised you to be the mighty man, the mighty woman that will take this city and proclaim the gospel of our Lord Jesus. You will speak to the sick and the sick shall recover. Someone needs to hear me. You will lay hands and demons will flee. You will speak the word and there will be breakthrough in the name of Jesus. If you receive it, say, I receive it. Listen to me. I want someone to hear me. I want someone to hear me. Those of you who once felt forgotten, by virtue of the fact that you're part of this ministry and God has worked this, this miracle, He's also working on your behalf as well. There is an African proverb that says, true crab, crawfish brings, drinks water. The fact that you're connected. Listen, someone once said, I don't know who said it. He said, when God is blessing your neighbor, don't be jealous. Because he's right in your neighborhood and you are next. If God has blessed this church and you are right here, you are next. Receive it, receive it, receive it in the name of Jesus. If you've been forgotten, May you hear me well, that it's time that you'll be remembered. If you have been depressed, it's time you need to realize that you'll begin to rejoice. If you've been rejected, I want someone to hear me, that it's time you'll be accepted. If you've been downtrodden, I want you to know that God is about to lift you up, lift up your head. If you're grieving, I want you to know that it's time for the joy of the Lord will be your strength. I don't know about you, but if your poor is I want you to know that God is about to cause you to become rich. If you're afflicted, God wants to make you whole. Listen to me. It's raising champions. Yeah, you have to go through some changes. Yeah, you go through some, some challenges. But God, but God, but, but God, but God. You see, some of you have gone through some, some horrible times where you had to learn to, to, to praise God all by yourself. Where you had to learn to, to, to pat yourself on the back. Or where you had to learn to cry yourself to sleep. Some of you had to learn to lay your own hands on your head. But I come to tell you that that moment is over. God is taking you into a new season. A season that is destined to bring glory and honor and praise to His name. Because He is Lord. Hallelujah. God is faithful.
stand to our feet and just raise your hand to heaven and say, Lord, you're faithful. You're faithful. We worship you. The one and only faithful God. The one and only faithful God. And Jesus, who you sent into this world, you demonstrated your faithfulness. Hey, we worship you, Jesus. So worship, come and help me. standing on a platform <laughs> and as you stand on this platform you have just won say you, part you participated in the Olympics and you won and you're on God's platform on this platform there is no second place winner there is no third place winner there is no silver or bronze but all gold gold that has been refined by fire and heaven in heaven an anthem is being played angels of the Lord and Jesus himself they're all standing and they're saluting you because in Christ Jesus he has made you a champion in Christ Jesus you're more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus, you're sealed by his blood. In Christ Jesus, you're a child of the king. In Christ Jesus, you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. In Christ Jesus. Imagine yourself. thank you Jesus for the changes for the challenges but also for making me a champion for making me a champion I worship you as a champion 
worship you as champions today. We worship you as champions today. And the people of God say, is the official recognition of the church that a minister or ministers have been tried and proven to possess the call the consecration and the character worthy of the five-four ministry as found in Ephesians in chapter 4 verse 11 that of an apostle, a prophet, an evangelist, pastor, or a teacher. An ordained minister enjoys the full endorsement of the church and is authorized to function fully and freely in his or her era of gifting consistent with the Holy Scripture and the policies and practices, procedures of the local church. And so today we are honored, we are blessed. We have two candidates who have been recommended to be ordained by our presiding prelate, Dr. Dalliston G. Johnson, the right reverend. May these candidates for ordination, please stand, come forward, along with your presenter, as we begin this process. these candidates for ordination today? I, Bishop S. Musa Kofer, present Mrs. Wendy Hammond and Pastor Ray Hammond to be ordained. Amen. Bishop, are you sure that these candidates have been tested, tried, proven, and are ready to serve as pastors? Yes, I am sure. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. Hallelujah. Yes, he is sure. Amen. I've known Bishop Coffey for many, many years, and if he was not sure, he would have said, I don't think so. But I'm glad that he is sure. Bishop, can you please offer a word of prayer? Our Father, we thank you. What an awesome, awesome privilege 
awesome opportunity to gather to and witness this powerful event the ordination of your son and your daughter thank you for pastor wendy and thank you for pastor ray hammond thank you god indeed your grace is certainly resting upon them for this season for this season we thank you for what you're about to do lord may the heavens be open now and may the angels and may the the oil from heaven be poured upon them in a fresh and a new way in jesus name amen Amen. This is a special, holy, reverential moment in the kingdom of God. We're told in scripture that we don't call ourselves, that we don't choose ourselves. It is the Lord Jesus that chooses men chooses women and sets them apart unto the ministry. When he ascended, he gave gifts unto men. Yes. He gave apostles, he gave prophets, he gave evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the edifying of the church, his bride. We're told in scripture that we should not be eager to be teachers or to be set apart because we will be held accountable to a stricter standard. Yes, Paul very, very concerned that the gospel be preached and the gospel be preached fully and accurately. Pronounce a double curse in the book of Galatians upon the man or woman who preaches another gospel. Paul said even if an angel from heaven were to come and preach a gospel different from what he had received from the Lord, let that angel, he didn't say a devil, but a real angel, even Gabriel, if he were to show up here and preach a gospel different from that which was revealed by Jesus to the apostle Paul, Paul pronounced a double curse. In fact, Paul went one step further. He said, even if I, who preached to you this gospel that I received from him, if I were to come back and tell you something different from what I told you, let my ministry be cursed. Paul says in the book of Colossians, Pastor Ray and Pastor Wendy, we preach him. We preach him, the mystery of God. Christ. We preach Christ. Not our favorite subjects. Not what we feel the people want to hear or the people will be attracted by. Not what we think will grow the church. Sometimes preaching him does grow the church, but not always. And so whether the church grows or not, you be faithful. You be faithful.
preach him, preach him alone. Make the Holy Spirit whom he has given to you open the eyes of your understanding that every time you stand to preach this gospel in this church or wherever he may send you, you'll be faithful to preach him. When it's popular, preach him. When it's not popular, preach him. He said we preach him teaching and warning. Which means sometimes you got to make them mad. Can't always make them glad. Because with the preaching of him, there are times when we must warn. Your ministry, Ray and Wendy, may you be able to say like the Apostle Paul, I fought a good fight. I kept the faith. I have finished my course. And therefore, I'm looking forward to my heavenly reward. It is an honor for me and Pastor Chris to have been asked by you to do this. We hold you in high esteem. We know you're two of God's precious, precious treasures. From the day we met, we saw the hand of God upon you. And we've been there to watch you go through some difficult times. But in the midst of it, by his grace, he's kept you faithful. There were the changes and there were the challenges. But thank God we come to lay hands on some champions. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. God's people have risen and fallen as their ministers brought them closer to him or have led them astray. Have you considered your privilege to present the word of God to your fellow members and your responsibility to teach God's word clearly, accurately, and without compromise? We have. I have. Are you born again? And are you committed to be led by the Holy Spirit? I am. Do you accept the Bible as the word of God and as your authority on matters of faith and life, both for yourselves and for your church? I do. Will you commit yourselves to the task of preparation in prayer and study and further endeavor to be worthy servants by word and by example? I will. I don't know whether your mic is on, but we need to hear you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We're standing in the presence Amen. of the holy angels. They're here. Yes, sir. They're witnesses to this occasion, and they're listening to your profession. It's not just men that are hearing you. 
angels are hearing. Devils are also hearing. And we want to make sure they hear. Yes, sir. But most importantly, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, who run this universe, from your heart tell us what you really believe I'm going to ask Wendy and then I'm going to ask Ray yes, and I want each of you to answer because at this point you, 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 you speak for yourself Wendy are you called by him to the office of a pastor? Yes, I am called by God to the office of a pastor. According to Luke, I found that he, Jesus himself, has anointed me to preach the gospel, to preach the good news to the poor, to lay hands on the sick, to return sight to those that are blind, and to give hope and healing to this world. Well, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to be a little bit more specific because I want to make sure the devil hears you. Yes, sir. So tell me, who is it? Give me his name and tell me a little bit about what you know about him. Mm. Who is it who has called you to the ministry? It is Jesus Christ, the anointed one, mm. the risen one, the resurrected one that has called me for such a time as this. Tell me a little bit about him. Who is it who called you? Jesus Christ, the anointed one, the son of God, the one true living one, the resurrection that while I was far off, died for my sins. That sounds like the one who called me too. Amen. Now tell me, what has he called you to do? He has called me to preach the gospel to the brokenhearted. He has anointed me mm. to give hope to those that are lost. He has called me, again, I repeat the first scripture out of Luke, to recover sight to the blind yes. and to tell of his great name. I think we should pause, raise our hands, and just thank God for our Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is a holy moment. Come and worship. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Now tell us, Wendy, what is the essence of this gospel you have been called to preach? The essence of this gospel that I have been called to preach is that Jesus is the only way that Jesus is the truth, that Jesus is the life, and that no one will get to the Father except by him. Hey. But some say there are many ways. And what do you say about Jesus? He is the only, the only way, way. The only way. And the truth. Truth. And the light. The light. And you said no man. No man. Comes to the Father. Mm. But by 
him. That's why you've got to preach him. Yes, sir. Because if you preach anything but him, you are pointing and leading people away from the Father. So here's the last question. The assignment he's given you is not an easy task. You know. You've, you've been walking this way for some time. This is not new to you. It's not an easy task. Tell us, how shall it be done? It shall be done because according to Ephesians 2.10, it tells me that I, Wendy, Sheila Harmon, I am Christ's workmanship. I have been created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Those works were prepared in advance for me to do. Amen. 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 Wendy, his grace is sufficient. We are not sufficient in ourselves, said the Apostle Paul. But our sufficiency Thank you, Lord. comes from Christ. I am a witness. Amen. Ray. Yes, sir. I'm going to ask you the same set of questions. And I want you to answer from your heart. Let the angels hear you. Make sure the devil hears you. We want to inflict some pain. Yes, sir. Let the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost hear you. In Jesus' name. Are you called? I mean, some people just get up and go. We want to know, are you called to the office of a pastor? Yes, sir. I know I'm called. For the word of the Lord came unto me just as it came to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1 and 5, that even before you were formed in your mother's womb, Ray Harmon, I knew you, I ordained you, I appointed you, I assigned you for this work. Hmm. Now, tell us who is, I want to know clearly the identity of the he that you refer to, that called you. The one who has called me is Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. And flesh and blood has not revealed this unto me, but it has been revealed to me of my father in heaven. This is the same Jesus who is called the resurrection and the life, the bread of life. And in him, I live. In him, I move. In him, I have my being. He is not only the vine, but I am the branches. And apart from him, I can do no thing. I'm not convinced. <laughs> Amen. So you gotta, you gotta help me believe what you yes, just sir. said. Yeah, yeah. Tell me who it is that has called you. The one who has called me is both Alpha and Omega. Oh. He is both beginning and end. He is both the first and the last. He is the one who was dead but now lives forevermore. Jesus, the Son of God, born of a virgin in Nazareth. For unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given on, and his stand, name shall be this called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. This Jesus is the one who has called me. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Amen. This is a holy moment. We're in his presence. 
We're declaring his glory. And we're surrendering and submitting to his will. Tell us now, what has he called Ray Harmon to do? He has called me to preach the gospel. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For this gospel is the power of God unto salvation to them that believe. For he has given me the ministry of reconciliation that through me he will make his plea to broken men that they might be reconciled unto him. Men and women far away from God, restored to fellowship with the Father through the Son, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, he's also called you to go know all the world. Yes, sir. And to make disciples of all nations, mm. baptizing them in the name of the Father, the yes, Son, sir. and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them yes, to obey all things that he has commanded. Amen. <laughs> this is not an easy task. Mm. So tell us, how shall it be done? Bishop, it is not by might, nor by power, but it is by his spirit, saith the Lord. Therefore, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. All of my help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. For you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be my witness in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. For I have given you power to tread upon serpents, upon scorpions, upon all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. But ultimately, it is the sufficiency of his grace. For his grace is sufficient. Yeah. And his power is made perfect in yeah. my weakness. Yeah. Therefore, I will boldly, mm. boldly, yeah. boldly mm. rejoice mm. and make my boast mm. even in my weakness, yes. even in my infirmity. Yes. Because when I am weak, yes. when I am weak, yes. when I am weak, then he is strong. I can do all things mm. through Christ who gives me strength. Thank you, Father. Put your hand on your on your chest, your shoulder, your your breast, whatever. Just put your hand and say with me, I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ. Through Christ. Who gives me who gives me strength. Strength. Go, he said, but then he made a promise. Lo, I'll be with you. Yes, Lord. Always. 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 Could you lead us, worship team, in a time of worship? Right at this point, please. Just let's worship the Lord. We're about to come and lay hands on you. Yes, Lord. Let's worship him as we come.
of God's word brings light to darkness and understanding in the midst of confusion. God's word causes wisdom to triumph over folly. Today, in the presence of these earthly witnesses and in the presence of the heavenly witnesses, Pastor Wendy, Reverend Wendy Carmen, Pastor Ray, Reverend Ray Harmon, I charge you both who have been set apart today as ordained ministers to take your stand upon God's holy word. Study it, absorb it, love it, teach it. Only the Word of God, not your opinion, nor those that are being posed by the culture. Teach God's Word plainly, simply, powerfully, and passionately. Teach it as if you're standing the throne of God with angels listening and eternity in the balance for the sake of the body of Christ and for your own sake as well teach the word of God both by word and receive your certificate of ordination, please. That's, amen, amen. It's okay to celebrate. It's okay to celebrate. Hallelujah. Go ahead, keep clapping until they get up here. This is presented by the Frontline Ministerial Alliance. This certifies that Wendy Philia, Phila, okay, Harmon has completed all the requirements for ordination as a minister of the gospel of Jesus and is hereby commissioned to teach the word, preach the gospel, to administer all the sacraments, ordinances, and other functions of the church 
and is hereby awarded this certificate by the Frontline Ministry Alliance on this 30th day of October 2022. It is signed by Bishop Darlington G. Johnson, the main chairman, and is witnessed by Reverend Emmanuel Zanga, Dr. Joseph Howard, and Bishop Musa Kofi. certificate of ordination reads exactly as what we just read, except that it is being presented to Reverend Wilmot Lafayette Harmon Jr. Yeah, I know the worship team is supposed to go into a time of celebration, Bishop, but if, if we may, uh, Wendy, why don't you join me here? Uh, just from the, you may be seated. Just from the bottom of our hearts, we want to say thank you, first of all, Bishop and Pastor Chris, uh, for affirming us and confirming us in ministry. Uh, this has been a 22-year journey for us in some type of full-time vocational ministry. But I said this to our church earlier today, and it's biblical and it's scriptural. The importance of not only being people with authority, but even more importantly, being under authority. And it's such an honor, Bishop, that you not just prayed for us, but imparted to us the same grace that rests upon you and Pastor Chris. And we believe that God is calling us into a new season as a church. He's calling us into a new season as pastors, as ministers, and as leaders. And we're honored and humbled that we have the awesome privilege and opportunity to lead you as God leads us. I believe it's Psalm 78 and verse 72 that says that God led Israel by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Ultimately, who was leading the nation of Israel? It was God. But he chose to do it by the hand of Moses and Aaron. And so we don't take this responsibility lightly because ultimately what God desires to do here at Converge is lead his people. And he has simply chosen me and Wendy to lead you as he leads us. So we earnestly covet your prayers for the days and the weeks and the months to come as we face new changes 
new challenges, but in the process, God is making champions of us. One of the things we say here at Converge often is that adversity was never intended to define or to destroy you. It always comes to develop you. And so that has been our journey where God has taken us through some mountaintop experiences, some night seasons, but those seasons have changed and we're celebrating this notable miracle that God has given us. Pastor Wendy. It's all right. I'm so overwhelmed with gratitude. We had such a hard time early in our marriage. And one day I told him, you might have been born in Liberia, but brother, you will die in America. <laughs> big facts, big, big facts. Yes, sir. And I just told him, I'm just really not up for this. I don't really think uh, I want to make it on my own, but I will take Nia from this little apartment throw your picture in the trunk of the car and say, your daddy sure was a good man. <laughs> and so as hands were laid on me, I have my sister here. And we just two little old brown girls from Ypsilanti, Michigan. Can anything good come out of Ypsilanti? And said, we are here. Yeah. Together. Amen. And I just kept thinking that David, I told him he was gonna die in America. He didn't match my energy. He looked at me and he said, baby, you know we're supposed to be together. And I said so eloquently, I don't know that. And he went and called his mama behind my back. And my mama, his mama who loved me like her own, she said, oh, baby, I'll hold your foot. She said, we will tie our waist tight, my daughter, and we will believe God. She said, oh, baby, don't give up. God will show himself faithful. The Oma told me this on a dusty day in 2003. Mama. And I'm so excited that when I couldn't trust God, I believed the word of God in her. Amen. And today God has shown himself so faithful. Amen. And I'm so grateful you did not die in America. <laughs> I'm grateful too, baby. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Amen. Thank you so much. I love you. We made it. We made it. We made it. Amen. We made it. We made it by His grace. Glory to God. Love you. Love you. Love you. And I just want to give an extra shout out to my kids, to Nia and Levi. People look at us as being leaders, but we could not do what we do in the fullness if you were knuckleheads. So I just appreciate the grace of God that is on you. I appreciate that you are a good young lady. I love the woman you are growing into.
I'm so grateful I have the ultimate honor to be a boy, mom. You can't see you, but I can see you. And if you were somebody else's son, I would be so jealous. I would say, oh, look at that good looking, handsome, smart, quiet strength of a guy. I love you, Levi Lafayette. You make me so proud to be your mother. Thank you for releasing us to do what God has called us to do and making it easy on yourself because if you didn't, something was going to be going down in the house and you would never see the time of the day or play a video game or travel all the way to Boston. So I appreciate you being a gift to yourself in Jesus' name. <laughs> amen and amen. Well, you may be seated in the house of the Lord. And once again, thank you so much. Thank, and thank you so much, Pastor Wendy, for sharing. Uh, thank you for sharing this evening with us. It really means so much to us. Uh, Bishop Coffey flew in from Houston. Dr. Howard flew in from Minnesota. Uh, Bishop and Pastor Chris flew in from Maryland. And so many of you are here today from across the Liberian community. I see some of our leaders here our Liberian Community Association, there's clergy represented. Thank you so much for being here to celebrate this uh, important milestone with us. Now, uh, today is actually day three, and this service is actually the fourth event over this three-day period. But we saved the best for last, y'all, because in a few minutes, listen, in just a few minutes, we're going to close out this celebration with none other than Todd Delaney, he is in the building right now, and he's going to lead us in worship and celebration as we all acknowledge and celebrate this notable miracle that God has given us right here at 1611 Wilmoth Road. We're going to give them a moment to transition, but before we do that, let's show our love to this amazing, incredible worship team. They, they came all the way from Arlington. I told them, listen, tonight I want to celebrate my Liberian heritage. And I don't know if y'all saw me, but your boy, come on, your boy went all the way in tonight. Took me all the way back to Liberia, West Africa. And uh, yeah, so thank you guys so much. As we prepare to transition, uh, I'm going to invite another guest that we've had over this past weekend. He's been bringing the laughs, he's been bringing the funny. And uh, as uh, Todd and his team prepare, we want to invite to the stage right here at Converge Church one more time, my new friend, your new friend, our new friend, Mr. Broderick Rice. Show your love as he comes in Jesus' name. Love you, man. Put your hands together if you have any any strength left. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Let's let's make the lights shake just for about five seconds. Come on. Thank you so much. I know they're going to be setting up, so we want to let them set up. But what I want to do in this moment. I do not feel inclined to have to be funny. Of course, I can flow. I'm, I'm, I'm a fool all the time. Uh, but I want to say thank you, uh, sir. I've never met you before. 
but your intentionality, yet practicality. It is so powerful the way in which you carry yourself in silence and your wife and to all of the other presbytery. What a privilege, what a treat. Did, did anybody learn anything about kingdom order this afternoon? Put your hands together for what you learned even as you sat there, even if you don't agree with it, you were able to see it. Man, those were some questions. My goodness, I, I was sitting there, I said, I'm so glad that's not me. Uh, I could have got by when he asked, uh, uh, who is it that's causing you to do this? Now that first time, I'd be like, God. And he said, no, that ain't good enough. I'd be like, no, wait a minute, sir. But I think it's so awesome. May the Lord continue. Oh my God. Now, I, I, no disrespect, but that robe, there's some serious drip on that. I'm telling you, I, I was trying to stay in the spirit, but I was watching both of these robes and these crosses and these collars. And I think it's good we all can learn just a little bit more order and appreciate and respect. Most many times, we're so relaxed in our culture today. Uh, we're relaxed, and so sometimes it's just good to see uh, the order come in the authority and just to think I was crying like a baby I'm like now why am I crying uh, but it was just so beautiful to see the spirit of submission order submission freedom I was looking at the children and uh, I was looking around to see who else was crying because I said I, I can't be the only little softy in here uh, and so it was just so beautiful to see it to all of the ministers of this particular house. Uh, wow. And, and uh, sir, uh, where's, where's the minister that spoke on the three C's? Yes, sir. I enjoyed you, sir. I, I enjoyed that. I love alliterative messages. Uh, so it, it was the change. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 it was the change. <laughs> Then after the change came the challenge. And after the challenge, I found out I am a champion. Say yeah. Listen, I don't know how many of us, I'm gonna use that. I might mention your name or not. That was good right there. Thank you all so much for being here. I'm telling you, your lives will never be the same because of what you experience. And here's the beautiful thing. This is the beginning of something. I, I, I got to come back here, not to perform, but just to be able to worship, you know, and uh, and get some amen buffalo wings, uh, which I have not got yet. Tonight's my night. I'm going to go and get them. They've been telling me, we'll take you to go get some buffalo wings. But I'm, no, I wanted to get to that hotel room and check out my football teams. Um, but tonight, everybody through playing, amen. And so I want to tap into the ministry of the wings, amen. Now, <laughs> they're coming, I'll be going back to LA tomorrow. I'll be back in Dallas, shoot, on Thursday for a different meeting. Uh, I think that's so interesting. I won't bother you, Pastor and First Lady, because y'all need some rest and some sleep. And to all of the team, I know Pastor's going to tell them thank you, and I know they do from the, to, clap for all the team members. Those who, from the food, man, I've never been offered so much tea, orange juice, chilled apple juice, uh, muscle milk. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm serious, and the security, and I'm not talking about little, uh, 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 regular church security like at Mount Nebo, but I, they got the popo out there. Hey, man, you can, you can either, 
you can either be led to Christ or or, or, or get led from the no but these these are some nice popos I don't want no, nobody get up here on no social justice amen amen these are good policemen one of them I saw he had a big old black hat on I like that hat uh, that means he's a good shooter so don't give don't give him a reason to do something I'm just chilled out I wore my wedding shirt uh, just yeah, no no I'm not ready to get married I gotta work on that credit score uh, first lady said we be doing background checks first I was I was I was cool as long as we going on my looks let me get in that credit check that's a problem amen but I speak life to my credit score right now resurrection Todd Delaney is coming in just a minute. As soon as they tap me on the shoulder and tell me that the team is ready, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I saw you in the hotel. Or I'm glad I was behaving myself because uh, I haven't always behaved myself, amen. Because especially when I think I'm someplace ain't nobody watching, amen. Amen. I yielded to the devil, amen. Amen. You know, I was thinking about, I am single on this one, and uh, I know I'm going to get married uh, one day. Um, and, uh, but my wedding going to be at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, because after I've waited all this time, amen, and yielded my vessel, amen, to the Holy Ghost, we get mar- we're going to get married at 4 in the morning. Amen. You come late if you want. Amen. <laughs> we're going to be in the room. <laughs> Glory to God. Touching and agreeing. Amen. Laying hands on each other. For the glory of God, amen. But you know, I'm going to tell this confession, you know, I, I know I'm going to get married, and I'm going to wait. I promise you, I'm going to wait until the Lord tell me to let it go. And uh, then I shall obey him, amen, with great strength, amen. Uh, but my prayer is, uh, even on my wedding day, my prayer is that, you know, I thought about that, the Lord got jokes, you know. Yeah. That'd be right the time he decided to come, amen. Blow the trumpet. <laughs> I be, just as I'm worshiping, I was, I was just like, all right, so y'all touch me on the shoulder because I'm ready to introduce him. In the Baptist church, they are so funny. They said, this man needs no introduction. I said, well, then what have you been doing for the last 10 minutes? Up there introducing him. I, you know, they serve communion in the night. I like, they ready? Okay. She move in silence. Y'all hear her testimony at another. She don't look like what she been through. Y'all just clap, just clap on credit. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please stand to your feet. Everybody that can stand and that will stand. There is a prince, a Levite, and an MMA enthusiast in the house. He is a father. He is a minister. He is a husband. He is here to lead us into worship tonight like few can. Ladies and gentlemen, you can name all of the awards. He got just all, about all of them. But tonight, he's here to lead us. I want you to start getting ready to make some noise to receive Minister Todd
Praise God. Praise God. Are you ready? Can we give God great praise? Come on, clap your hands.
to be free In the presence of the Lord Jesus It feels so good to be free In the presence of the Father Feels so good to be free Presence of the Savior It feels so good to be free now I don't know about you In the presence of the Lord It feels so good to be free In the presence of my Savior Yeah. 
feel good in this room.
follow you, Lord. When you move, I will follow you, Lord. When you move, I will follow you, Lord. When you move, I Follow you in three four moves. Say follow you. On the beauty. 
your mouth, just give God glory in the house. We hear you raise up a sound in the room. Raise up a sound in the room. Let me hear you. Let me hear you roar for the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Who is your Savior? Who saves your soul? Open your mouth. Let worship resound in the room. Open, open, open. Come on. Come on. Raise up a sound. Raise up a sound. Raise up a sound. Raise up a sound. Yep. God, you've been too good. So we worship you. Come on. Sound an alarm. Sound an alarm, family. Come on. There's a sound that strikes fear in the camp of the enemy. Open, open. Sound the alarm. Yeah. Yeah. In the day of trouble, he will hide you. For in the day of trouble, he will keep you safe. Keep you safe yes. in the day of trouble. Yes, He will keep you. Mm-hmm. Yes, you speak over your own life. One last time, say, in the day of trouble. Mm-hmm. I um I made it my business um, years ago to sing the word of God, and uh, it's one of the easiest ways to remember the promises of God. It's, it's, it's elementary. It's like when we were raising. I got five kids, so I know I may look young, but I got five. Huh? You raising them kids? Y'all 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 got Gracie's Corner? Anybody got kids up here? Music be going all day long, huh? Count to 100, count, count to 100. I know y'all know. Well, I know all the little songs. One, two, three, when we count to 100. But but this is the way because whatever song we're singing, if it ain't laced with the word of God, you can keep it. You can keep it because the power is in the word, man. And so in the body of Christ, we got to make sure that we stick to that book. When we write music, when we singing songs, when we doing whatever, because in that book, is all the power and the promises of God that I need, man. So we're going to stay in that book. I heard it, I even heard somebody out here reading this very scripture earlier tonight. Um, and we put it in song form, and it's going to get powerful in here right now. Are you okay with that? Somebody just repeat after me. Say, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. Come on, let's sing out. Let's sing out. Let's sing the word. Come on, clap. Yeah. Go like this is. Write them on the tablet up. He who 
abides in me will forever be fruitful indeed. I am the way, I'm the truth and the light. No one gets to the Father except that He comes through me.
trusting in the Lord to provide? Yes, God. The older folks will say, I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord till I die. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. Said I will trust till in the Lord. Say till I. school church I'm gonna treat every no, I'm not doing all that everybody right I will treat everybody right I will treat everybody right till I die oh I'm gonna treat everybody right I Treat everybody right. I'm gonna treat everybody right. Say it. Man. Um, Pastor, thank you so much for having us tonight. We're gonna sing one more song. And um, he was telling me a little bit about the miracle that God performed in this house. And you know, it's funny, before we came out here tonight, I told the team, I said, I want us to begin to stretch our minds as to what God can do with us or in us or around us. Um, man, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say this. I just think that the church needs to be on the front line a little bit more of what's going on in the world. Of what's going on in the world, man. Not what's going. We're good at what's going on in the church. We're, we we tear that up. We know everything about tearing the carpet up, running around, flipping, snotting, jumping. But with the things that are going on in the world, we're absent, man. The body of Christ is absent. See, if you're on my page a lot, you may see me say something about what's going on in the world. And the reason why is because this is where we are supposed to be present because what's on the inside of me is greater than everything else out there so I speak up and I don't care I know who I am I know what the word says so I stand my ground and I speak up about it and I and, and, and I've just been telling everybody I told them backstage it's important that we begin to be present in the affairs of the world man it's a lot going on you guys know that right what's going on Enemy's doing his job. He's on it, man. We shouting and running. We got we got to get present. We got to be used outside of here, man. I I I don't let me you pray for me then. Pray for me because I'm telling you I've gotten churched out because I'm watching the devil beat our tails outside of here. But everybody is cold-blooded in church. You so comfortable. You, you're amazing up here. You good. You can preach the house down. But boy, I'm telling you, we got to be present. With all of the things that are going on, we got to step our tails up.
Everybody believing with me? Okay, I hear you. Let's sing. Let's, let's, let's. He's still doing great things. Let's, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> we got too many songs with different names. He done turned around. He about to fire the wrong one. <laughs> Not great things, but even though great things just. What, you know, you, you, who said yeah? Uh, how, you, how you know great things? What's up, man? Oh, okay. <laughs> great things is, is a song on the next record. And uh, when I called it out, I saw him turn around to look for it. I said, oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. Are we in the key of great thing? Yeah. Man, that, that song is powerful. How you know? <laughs> that man of God, I love him. Take him with us. Do you guys know it enough? You know what? Let's touch a little bit of no weapon. Y'all make me nervous. <laughs> okay, go back to great things. She said, we know it, we know it. So it's a, it's kind of, uh, well, anyway, whatever. It says, when I thought it was over, then you did it again. Thought I would make it, but then you did it again. When it felt like it was the last time. Then you did it again And I thought it wouldn't make it through it Then you did it again Of course it's My God keeps doing Great things for me Oh yes, He's doing Great things for me
He's still doing great things. He is. Mighty God is doing great. Oh, all over the world. The next season that we're getting ready to cross over into musically will be the most powerful season of our lives, of my life. Um, as you can see, like God did something different in this new record that's getting ready to come out. And that one song is one of like all of them that are like, <laughs> that are loaded. Move me to no weapon. This one is one of them, I'm not gonna sing it all. But I just want to put the chorus in the atmosphere. It says, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Everything said no
against me. Formed against me. Shall prosper. Shall That in the room, feel that in the room. Just the key, say no weapon, no weapon. Yeah, you're singing over all of your things, everything that God has entrusted to you. No weapon over my body, over my mind. Somebody needed to hear that in the room. That needed to be in the room. Say no weapon. No.
when I think I can't take it I'm reminded of how good you've been of the Lord is in this place. 
I said he is here. The Lord is here. In fact, the psalmist declared it, and this is what he said. It says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, he is my strength, my refuge. In him will I trust. Listen, I've walked with God long enough to know that there have been moments in my life when God was speaking things to my heart that didn't make sense in the moment. But the longer we sang, no weapon formed against me will prosper. Listen to me. I know that is a word for people in this room right now who have no idea that what's just around the corner. And as you sing those words, you have been declaring the Lord's protection over you, over your children, over your house, over your family, over your possessions in advance. Listen to me, in advance. What you have been singing and lifting up to God in worship and thanksgiving is proactive and it is preemptive. So before the enemy comes against you, before he comes against your house, you have already declared the protection of God over your life. And no weapon, listen to me, no weapon formed against you. No weapon formed against your dreams. No weapon formed against your family will prosper. Listen to me, I'm telling you, it won't work. In any form, in any manifestation, the attacks of the enemy against your mind, the attacks of the enemy against your body, the attacks of the enemy against your family, your possessions, your... Listen, the protection of the Lord is already upon you. A hedge of protection, a bloodline has already been drawn. Listen to me, I don't say that lightly, has already been drawn on your behalf because your worship has risen up to heaven as a sweet-smelling savor. No weapon, listen to me, no weapon in the natural. Adversaries in the natural. People who will try to align themselves against you, misrepresent you. Their efforts, I'm telling you, they will not work. The enemy's attacks against your body will not work. It will even confound the doctors. I'm telling you something serious. Andrea Jackson is here. Why don't you bring Andrea up? Bring Andrea up. Bring Andrea up. So most of what you see, or most of what you've seen over this weekend, Andrea has facilitated. Give Andrea a mic. Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning, a whole lot of planning, a whole lot of execution. Uh, Friday morning, Friday morning, I was on the phone with her husband. And in the middle of the call, he said, uh, Pastor Ray, would you hold on? He comes back on and he says, I've got Andrea on the line. Andrea comes on the line and she's frantic. She's upset. She's doing her best to maintain her composure. She said, Pastor Ray, I don't know what's going on, but I'm experiencing all these symptoms in my body. I started to look it up and research it online, and all the research is pointing to one thing, so I called my doctor, and my doctor said, you better go to the hospital right now. 
I'm talking about the weapons that are formed against us. Not just in the natural. I'm talking about spiritual things. And I'm talking about even sometimes our broken bodies because of the curse of the fall. Our bodies doing weird things that we don't anticipate or expect. Even then, when you and I declare no weapon formed against me will prosper. I'm telling you, this is proactive and it is preemptive. These are prayers you pray before the trouble happens. These are declarations you make over your life before adversity happens. So tell us what happened. So in all honesty, so the doctor said that I had a stroke. But what most people don't know is I had the stroke Wednesday night. I am a first responder at my job. And when you have a stroke, you have one hour. And I had delayed 36 because I talked myself out of the fact that I wasn't having all the symptoms of a stroke. And I said I was going to go on tomorrow because I got too much to do. We had a whole weekend. The only reason I went is because my daughter, Erin, and she's here, knows I do my best not to lie. And I do my best not to keep, or I do my best to keep my word. And she made me promise Thursday night, you are calling the doctor tomorrow. Do you promise me? Mm that you will call the doctor. I had been going on three, four hours of sleep. For This has been for about six weeks, a night. Mama. I fell asleep texting the doctor because I have an app where I can send him a message. I woke up the next morning and the app was there and I had not sent the message. So I sent it at five something that morning. I called about a little after eight. Mm. And that's when I described the symptoms and, and they didn't even put me on the phone with the doctor's office. Mm. Once they heard the symptoms, they put me on the phone with the triage nurse. Wow. And she said, do not pass go. Mm. get to the hospital mm. no weapon so listen to me she goes in and there's two kinds of strokes potentially that you could have had tell us about what the diagnosis was so they said I had a small ischemic stroke which is a block somewhere deep in my brain mm. it wasn't the bleeding kind but it was a small stroke but they were everything everyone that came into the room was amazed they had the, uh, the speech pathologist come in. They had the uh, occupational therapist come in. They had the physical therapist come in. They had the neurologist and his physicians come in. The neurologist looked at me and said, you're really lucky. Mm. And I, didn't, I was like, mm-hmm. And inside, I'm like, that's Jesus. Come on, girl. That's Jesus. Jesus. I was sitting in the bed in the hospital. I just got out yesterday evening, y'all. But... I was just waiting for them to catch up with what I already knew. The Lord says I'm healed. And I have been sharing with Pastor Ray, there is something about this year. And then we went to a conference a few weeks ago that has just cemented my faith. I have a level of faith and a level of I will not shrink back and a level of I know what the Lord has said concerning me. He said I will live and not die. He said I will declare the works of the Lord. I got too much to do. He's got too much to do through me. Come on. I don't look like what I've been through. There are for all intents and purposes that most people that have a stroke, I'm walking and talking like normal. A stroke deep in your brain. Deep in my brain. In the Doctors part that are really deals with cognitive, excuse me, cognitive function. Come on. Listen to me. Listen to me. Todd, it's not by accident that you took us where you took us. I'm telling you, I know this by the Spirit of God that this was a prophetic declaration over this house. When my mom was alive, she would pray this and she taught us to pray this. God protect me yes. 
from dangers seen and unseen for the last 10 minutes we've been singing no weapon formed against me notice that the weapon will be formed and it won't but even though the weapon is formed against you it will not prosper even if there's a stroke deep in your brain it shall not prosper. Yesterday morning, we testified of, of, of uh, yesterday evening or Friday evening, we testified of, of, of Perry Daniel. 5% heart capacity. The doctor said they could do absolutely nothing. And we stood in the gap on his behalf. What I do know is that miracles are, will be normal for this house. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Not yes. just a physical building. And we're grateful for it, that we're in a 26,000 square foot facility, debt free. But even beyond this structure, God cares about his people. And this is what God's going to do. He's going to restore, he's going to redeem, and listen to me, without a trace of what you went through. No evidence. Because no weapon, listen to me, I'm, I don't know who this is for. I don't know who this is for, but God sent Todd and the team tonight to remind us of the things that might lie ahead. The plots, the plans, the schemes of the enemy that God has already gone before you to build a hedge around you. And that's why the psalmist said, God, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. <sighs> before the earth was formed, or before the mountains were called, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Father, right now I pray for your people, every son, every daughter. God, we thank you for the notable miracle that you have done in this place that is undeniable and evident to all. And I thank you, Father, that in the days to come, you will do for us, you will do for others what you did for Perry. You raised them up from his bed of affliction, 5% heart capacity. You healed Andrea of a deep brain stroke without a trace to confound the doctors. Tonight, Father, we trust you to do what you said you would do at the beginning of this year. That there is more. And you told Peter to let down his nets in the place where he had come up empty. And you said, if you'll just do it again, if you won't grow weary in well-doing, you will surely reap if you faint not. So, Father, for every weary heart, for every troubled soul, Thank you for comforting us now. Thank you for the assurance that comes from your word that no weapon, nothing formed against us will prosper. It simply will not work because you are our refuge and you are our strength. Both now and always in Jesus' name. Amen.
and amen. And if you believe that, lift up your voice and give God a good God bless you. And while you're doing that, let's show our love for Todd. Why don't you come, Todd, one more time, my friend. Thank you, sir. One more time for Todd Delaney. Listen, last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to let you go, because here's why. Uh, Chef Hoppy was here this morning. Chef Hoppy is back tonight. Come on, we got some red beans and rice. Yes, sir. We got some, some deviled eggs with some scrimp on it. Y'all know the scrimp? You heard that? With the, listen, listen, it's, the shrimp ain't just shrimp, man. It's, it's blackened. You know when it got just the right char on top of it? Outside. I shared with Todd that when my family first moved to the U.S., uh, my brother Hale and I, one of the first jobs I got was working at the train company uh, making uh, 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 air conditioners. I worked third shift. I would, yeah, graveyard shift. I would come home from work right at about six o'clock. And every morning I got home, I would turn on the TV and on BET at 6.30 a.m., your pastor, Bill Winston, would teach the word of faith. The lessons I learned about having mountain moving faith, I learned from his pastor. And that's why I just felt, felt sensed tonight, man, just that same spirit of faith on you and that you imparted to this body. We're honored that you came. We appreciate you. We love you. Last thing we're going to say, did you bring any product, anything that we need to know about? So product, no more. It's like all digital. It's all digital. So no product. Thank you for bringing me forward into 2022. Come on. Pastor Late. Right, 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 right. Bless you. Show your love one more time. Pastor Wendy, why don't you come and let's dismiss these beautiful people. It has been a fantastic week of celebration, uh, laughter, worship, tears, thanksgiving, all the above. Thank you for being here to celebrate what God is doing here in this house. As we're dismissed, make sure you stay a while. Don't be in a hurry. We got good coffee. Come on, somebody. We got good bites for you to enjoy. And then we got good people for you to meet and connect with. Don't be in a hurry. This is why we do what we do. And we thank you for being here to celebrate with us. Pastor Wendy. Oh, you don't have a mic. Come on, baby. We can get, you can talk to me. Come on, somebody. I echo Pastor Ray. We just love you so much. And we just speak. You all know one of my favorite scriptures. I just pray Psalm 34, 7 over you that the angel of the Lord encamp round about you to keep you yeah. and to deliver you on your way home. Yeah. Be safe. Have a good week. Have a continue to profess over yourself and just just pray for the man and woman of God because I think when I lay my burden down, Oof. I got a fourth grade class that's going to be waiting on me in the morning. I told my team lead, I didn't have time to spend the two hours to dig the sub plans, so I'm just going to go to work. I told her I'm going to lean up against the wall with a mug of coffee in my hand. And I'm going to let the kids sing a hymn and write a poem. The end. <laughs> the end. Amen. God so bless you. So may the Lord bless yeah, you and keep yeah, you. Yeah, 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 may yeah, he yeah. make his face shine upon yes. you and be gracious to you. May he give you peace. Mm -hmm. And whatever you put your hand Come to, on. may it prosper. We love you and have a good night. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you next Sunday. If you were impacted by today's worship experience, we would love to hear from you. 
Maybe today's message was exactly what you needed to hear, or you prayed the prayer of salvation for the first time. If so, we would love to send you some materials to kickstart your relationship with God. Or if you would like more information on how to join our virtual family, email us at echurchatweareconverged.com. If you would like to partner with us financially, you can do so online safely and securely at www.weareconverged.com forward slash give. You can also give by texting 77977 and send Converge Give in the dollar amount. You can also find all of this information on our mobile app. Simply open your app or Play Store, search Converge Church Plano and download the app. It's that easy. Thank you again for joining us for today's worship experience. We look forward to staying connected with you.